Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're going to get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're going to get funky on this podcast thing. What are you eating, man? I'm eating those like little uh, snap uh, pea crisps. Oh. That are all like that new snack. That's, that's all the rage. In, in vogue these days. That's all the rage. Yeah, we just had some over at uh, where we're, we're currently doing auditions for our new pilot television show, and that was one of the snacks that was out. Oh, yeah. That's good. Good auditions. Good snacks. Good snacks. Um, I was eating car food. Oh, like what uh, What kind of car food? Like a, you know, like a Slim Jim. A Slim Jim, like a combos. Yeah, you want to know why? Cause. We're in the car. We're in a car. Car cast. Um, hold your breath. We're passing a cemetery. Bada boom. You don't want the... Uh, My kids still do that. I don't think I ever did it as What a is kid. it? So you don't inhale the soul? I guess so. You, you don't die. I, you don't die. I used to do that all the time. I still... I probably did that up till five years ago. Really? But then in, in Los Angeles, you realize, you know... It's just, just dead people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You'll be holding your breath till you die. Uh, let's plug first, okay? We, we, um, uh, we've been honored. We've been honored to come uh, to the San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yeah. They've asked us, they've invited us to come uh, to... They're going to do a tribute to Broken Lizard. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing it February 7th mm-hmm. at the Cobbs Comedy Club at 8 p.m. Yeah. That's a Saturday night. I mean, what more can you do on a Saturday night? Saturday night, all the Broken Lizards, Cobb's Comedy Club, San Francisco. I mean, that's that's a good time. Saturday night is all right for fighting. Oh boy, oh boy, you're bringing it. You're bringing it like that, are you? Kev? I got the good stuff today. There we go. Um, yeah, all five uh, lizard guys. We're going to be up there. Uh, we're going to do a little panel thing. Have a moderator. Yeah. Tell some stories. Show some clips. Yeah. Have some laughs. Yeah. Have some beers. Sure. I, I, I won't be. Okay. You're in, getting in shape, right? Oh, well, I guess then we'll actually be shooting the pilots. So yeah, you'll be drinking right. again. You start breaking it out. Um, uh, so come. Uh, come. You can get tickets. You go to uh, sfsketchfest.com, or you can go to uh, follow them on Twitter. That's at sfsketchfest, and um, get tickets and uh, come out and have some laughs with us. Yeah. February 7th. Yeah. That's the only plug I got. That's right good. Because we're focusing on other shit. You know what, Kev? Your plugs are so blunt. They're so brash. Sometimes it's nice to not plug. It is, right? Yeah. Boom. I like to get it in, get it out. That's that's your style, Kev. I know. Get in, get out. I um, I have to admit, I'm a little tired today. How are you from what? I always get tired after we uh, audition, after we hold auditions. Oh, really? Because you're uh, mentally uh, well, engaged? It's, well, because it's also like a ton of small talk. Like, you, 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 know, sure. you all shoot the shit. And it's kind of like... Then it's almost like you're kind of like going on first dates with a lot of people. That's right. You're right. I never thought about to that. see if you've got chemistry. You're breaking the ice. You're figuring out what the yeah. things in common, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. It's good. There's some talented people out in the world. There's some very talented people. There's some lovely, uh, talented actors and actresses. Um, how is your, um, your uh, house of illness going so far? I got to say. Up in your house. I got to say, you know, it's like, so my wife and our... My older son are are healed. Okay, they're better. the 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 nine month old, it's like you know. First he had croup, and then he got rid of it, but still had a cold. And then the croup came back, and then he got rid of it, but then he got a fever. Uh. And we realized like he's also he's teething, right? So okay. like I mean, literally for the last, I mean, the last week he just wakes up, he just keeps all night long crying, all night long teething. <laughs> 
And uh, I don't mean to laugh, but I've been there, man. You've been there three I've times. I've been there, yeah. That teething is no joke. Right. But like the, like the first, our first child, he didn't really go through that. Like when he was teething, he had like one or two uncomfortable nights and he was he just sleepy dude. <laughs> this one is a little bit more high maintenance. Sure. And he, uh, he's a little more sensitive. More sickly, maybe. He's going to be the sickly one. Yeah, well, he's the, he's the blonder one. He's, he's blonde with blue eyes, as uh, opposed to the, the dark-haired, swarthier, older son. So he's more of a woman. He's gentle. He's okay. fair. <laughs> okay. He's fair. But it might just be the season. It's seasonal, you know? Like, uh, I, was, uh, I was reading that uh, apparently right now there is an, a flu epidemic in 43 of the 50 states of the United States of America. Where are those other seven states? I don't know. Hawaii, probably, because, mm. you, you know. Mm. But uh, I think, uh, uh, and what they said is the, the big issue is that the actual flu uh, virus that is sweeping across the country is not covered by the actual flu vaccines that are out there to, you know, cover them. The flu is one step ahead. My wife, who is a pharmacist. Yeah. PhD in pharmacology. Well, hello. Doctor. Dr. Tiffany. Okay. Um, Dr. Tiffany. That's a good idea for a TV show. It is, or uh, like a porn movie. But yeah. yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Tiffany, uh, can you fill out my RXXX? You have, what can you prescribe to help me get off? Okay. 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 All right, so your, your, uh, your pharmaceutical she was pharmacist, pharmacist wife. wife she so. said that the whole thing, she's down on, all the, on the medical field and she says that the, pharmace- the pharmaceutical companies are the biggest criminals mm-hmm. in the healthcare system. And okay, I think there's a sweeping generalization, but okay. Well, I can tell you a little more about it and I bet your sure. wife w- would uh, would concur with my wife that the, uh, that they do some things wrong. Perhaps. Well, yeah. Uh, she said the uh, the flu shot is really she said just as many people get the flu. Uh, with or without the flu shot. I don't know that that's true. Well, when they give you the flu shot, they're giving you the flu. And a lot of times when they're like, oh, you're going to feel the symptoms, mm-hmm. you actually just get the flu. Like last year I got a flu shot and I just got the flu. I think some people do. And I think I think also you get like a little, like you get a little slice of flu. But uh, I think, you know, overall it's a good thing. A little slice of flu. Yeah. Um, that's okay. the Steve Lemmy story. So you've debunked what my wife is saying. I dare no, you to say no. that to her face. I won't. I would just say it to your face. Um, so anyway, so uh, so the, the the younger boy has been sick. Um, I was up from three thirty to four forty uh, this morning. Look out! Tending to that child. Wow! But listen, these are the things that bond you to your children. You, I think so. You know, you get through them, and you're like, wow, I I, I saved him from that too. Sure, sure. I love. We him. all get sick, right? I love him even more. Um, I um, all this you your all the sickness in your family and stuff like that led me to think of a topic for our conversation today. Oh goodness! I hope it's which, hilarious. Which led me to think of a few funny stories. Sickness, illness, but sickness on the set. Okay. Sick set. Okay. Oh good. Um, I just had to give let me a little direction. Wait, why? There. I'm going north. <laughs> oh no, I'm going south. We're going south. Okay. That's, um, the, that's the problem with doing the uh, the car cast. The podcasting. The driver it's probably is dangerous, distracted. but you know that's okay. Uh, but anyway, I was thinking about um, set illnesses, like like shit that's happened on the set where you get sick and stuff. Yeah, we've had a lot you of know? it, and there've been a lot of like funny ones. Sure. Um, and I was trying to think of some funny like like I remember my I remember my first I think my first set illness. Okay, Kev. I mean, my first significant set illness. Have you been sick a lot in our movies? Uh, I don't think I have. I think there are people who have been who like on our sets always seem to get sick. Your brother always gets. Our brother sick. gets like that. Chandler Sekar gets like that. Oh, he gets those weird sicknesses. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about that, but I like. I think, 
you know, for the most part, I think I've been generally healthy. I mean, yeah. there are times where everyone got sick. But I, I, the worst one for me was um, I got food poisoning once mm. uh, on the set of a movie, No Looking Back, called No Looking Back. Okay. Uh, an Ed Burns film. Yes. And it was starring uh, John Bon Jovi. Mm. JBJ. The great JBJ. JBJ. And Ed Burns mm-hmm. and Lauren Holly, the mm. lovely Lauren Holly. Yeah. Was Connie Britone in that one, too? Uh, Connie Britone was in that movie, yeah. she was at the rap party. She was. She was in uh, several Ed Burns women. She, he kind of gave her her start, She was right? in the Brothers McMullen. The Brothers McMullen, yeah. Was, uh, was Stephen Dorff in that movie? No, Stephen Dorff was not in Because he was at the movie. rap party. Was he? Yeah. I don't think he was in the oh, movie. But he was at the rap party. Was John Bon Jovi there? No, he was not at the rap party. Sadly. Because that was like I know. at the height. That was the 90s. That was when I loved John Bon Jovi. Oh man, he was great, and he was such a nice guy. Like he, uh, uh, you know, I think he acted in a few things since then, but it was early in his acting. So he was very kind of like, I mean, this is a guy who was a mega superstar, played stadiums. You know what I mean? Still does. He still does. But I'm saying at that point, you know, here's the, one of the biggest rock stars in the world. Yet you could see he was a little nervous because he was out of his element. You know, and uh, like we did a table. I had a small part in it, whatever. We did a little table read, and uh, he did a great job. But like you could see that, you know, maybe he was uncomfortable because he wasn't used to it. You know. And uh, he's also a big New York Giants fan. So I tried to go up and talk New York Giants with him. I thought that would be my in. Yeah. To go hang out with John Bon Jovi. And how'd it go? Well, everyone else wanted to get their in. Sure. You know what I mean? And so, like, it was one of those things also where everyone was a little starstruck by John Bon Jovi. And so every time he would say a joke, people would laugh, like, extra hard at it. You included, I'm sure. Me included, but not. I don't think I was. I was trying to play cool. Like I, f- I felt I was aware of how egregious people were being. Like okay. It, you know? And uh, so anyway, I started talking a serious conversation because I've seen him at Giants games, you know, and I was like, hey, John, you know, I was, you know, grew up having season tickets to the Giants. And he yeah. said, yeah, and we started talking about the Giants and talking about specifics of the team. Okay, okay. And then one of those, these dudes walked in and he wanted to recount some joke that Bon Jovi told mm. like an hour earlier. Okay. And he just... Butted right into the conversation and was like, Hey, John, that line you said about the girl knocking on the door, holy shit, that was funny. <laughs> and then I totally got knocked out of the conversation. Oh, man. Don't you hate it when that happens? I know. I know. That's bullshit. We need to be more assertive with our uh, our star fucking. Kind of. I know it. I know it. I mean, but anyway, so anyway, uh, I had a small part of that set. We shot it like out the Coney Island area, like far Rockaway. Okay. Which is, where, I guess, where Ed Byrne shoots all his movies, right? Is that right? I think is so. that where he shot Todd Brothers McMullen? I think so. That's where he's from, right? Okay. Is he? Uh, from Long Island, I think, right? I thought, oh, he's not like a New England guy? I, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. He's in New York. Okay. okay. He's in New York. Okay, guy. okay. He'd probably shit all over me if he... I know. Like, he lives in New York now, yeah. unlike you. Oh, fuck. And he's married to Christy Turlington, too. Uh, unlike me. <laughs> unlike me. Now my wife is definitely going to kick your ass. <laughs> okay, okay. No, your wife's lovely. Um, you said I don't look like Christy Turlington. I look like the, I look like the Cuban version of Christy Turlington. You saying Turlington. I ain't good looking? I'll cut you, bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway. Uh, so we're on the set, and um, we had... Uh, we had... Uh, I was a little uncomfortable, because it was, like, it was the first time I think I was in not one of our... Mo- I was in a movie that wasn't one of ours. Sure. And uh, there were some celebs and whatever stars and, and professionals and whatever. And so um, I remember e- eating lunch. We had turkey. We had turkey for lunch. Like turkey. They had a car- turkey they carved or whatever. Never seen a turkey turkey before. Yeah. Anyone say that to you? Like, no, nobody said that. Okay. So I ate the turkey, and like maybe an hour, hour and a half later, I started feeling it. Okay. Like a grumbling. Like a grumbling in my stomach. Grumbling. Uh, and then it just started, it started happening. Like I just, like I vomited. I, I was in my trailer, and I fucking puked. 
and I gotta I gotta go act, you know. Gross. So I'm feeling, oh Jesus Christ, and it's you know I can feel it's gonna worse. I know it's food poisoning. Like mm-hmm. I know it's coming. There's not you can't stop that shit. Mm-hmm. It's coming. That train's coming down the tracks. It's coming. It's inevitable. And so I went. I like I I uh, I was thinking ahead about it, like because I I think I was living with my parents at the time. Yeah. And I took a train in from Connecticut. Yeah. But my little brother had a place in New York, so I was just like, oh, I'm going to go crash at his house. As soon as I get the fuck out of here, I'm just going to ride this out. And so I remember, like, it was it was the days before cell phones. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 94 or something mm-hmm. like that, Jesus. 95. And I had, to call, I had to go call him. So I had to walk around the streets uh, of uh, Far Rockaway looking for a payphone. <laughs> Grim. Grim. <laughs> Vomiting. On the street. Yeah. Jesus. And so uh, it was just a terrible. And so I finally, uh, I finally got through uh, the shoot. And I remember they had buses. So there's a bus. You get on the bus. The, the cast and the crew get on a bus, and they drive you back into New York City. Yeah. And all I could think of, I was on that bus. I was sweating, and all I could think of was like, not vomiting. Don't vomit. Don't vomit. Bon Jovi's definitely not on that bus. Though. Definitely not on that bus. He's got like a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking him back to Jersey. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's a bus full of people. And the bus let us out at, like, 14th and, like, 6th Avenue. Okay. Okay? Just that's the drop-off point. And so you were still going to have to take, like, Metro North back home. Uh, Yeah. And so I stepped off the bus. I took three steps, like, towards the building, Mm -hmm. and I fucking vomited. Like, I exploded (laughs) vomited against the side of the wall. Holy shit. Uh, and uh, I think people, you know, other people looking at me, like people walking up the street were looking at me, and I just stood there and I fucking puked. Did on people? That van, did people that, from, uh, uh, from from the, the movie see? Yeah, did they see? Yeah, you, or did you? Make I think it? so. Okay. I think so. And because uh, uh, I think I heard the next day that some other people had some food poisoning too. But anyway, so I just fucking puked. Now it was one of those deals where you've seen it uh, in New York City. You're walking on the street, some guy puking on the street. You feel sure. like I've wasted. Lived it. I've lived it. Yeah, I'm like hunched Actually, over. And uh, so I just I jumped in a cab and I made my way over to brother's house because I I wouldn't I felt like I couldn't make it back on the train, and I just and I kicked him out of his bed and I, he let me rack in his bed, and I it was one of those deals where you make a one hour trip every hour you make a trip to the bathroom. Oh puke, yeah, I've been there. And even if there's nothing in there, you're fucking dry heaving. I've been there. Yeah, it was one of those food poisonings. Been there. Terrible. Last year when I had the, my stomach flu at uh, the holidays, that's what I had. That's what I had going. Yeah. Um, so whenever I think about that Ed Burns movie where I catch it or I see a piece on TV, all I can think about is me having fucking food poisoning. Or Bon Jovi. When you see Bon Jovi videos. But uh, the good thing about it was... Yes. Was that uh, I recounted the story to my mom. Yeah. And I told her about how like, I was walking around trying to uh, call my brother and call whatever and tell her I wouldn't be back home or whatever. Yes. And uh, she, uh, as a result of that incident, went out and bought me a new device. Oh. An interesting new invention, and it was called a cell phone. Oh my goodness! 1995 cell phone. I remember the when you got that cell phone and your mom bought it for you. First of all, we gave you shit about having a cell phone. And Absolutely, then, you're like oh, kids got a cell phone. Hey, holy shit, what a tool! And, yeah. And then we gave we gave you shit for the fact that your mommy bought it for you, <laughs> right? Well, I would never even rally to buy it. I wouldn't even think to buy it. No, and in fact, but she you, did. You were a little embarrassed about it at first, but you were also like kind of psyched to have a cell phone. I was psyched because I was living in, in like in my parents' couch for like because we had moved we had moved out of our New York City apartment. We got evicted or something. I was living on the couch, and so but I was always in New York City. Yeah, and I was always traveling around, and I had a phone. I had a fucking phone. Yeah, your mommy wanted to make sure <laughs> that's it right. was okay. That's right. She paid for the plan too. I know. I remember that phone was a brick. It was gigantic. It was. 
huge. Yeah. It was the size of a of a shoe. Holy shit. I remember I remember I I'm a dick, aren't I, Queen? A little bit. I'm a dick to be friends with, aren't I? A little bit. Like I remember that uh giving you shit about how your mommy bought you your cell phone, your mommy was paying for the bill, and you were living on your at your mommy's house. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> mommy and daddy's house. I know. What a dick. I know. Well, and uh, but I got that phone, and uh, we soon thereafter went to Sundance. I remember bringing uh, okay. that phone to Sundance with me. Okay, so that's what the, the, the podcast theme should be: set illnesses and the good things that came. <laughs> and what comes out of them from them? Not just vomit, but yeah. a, a cell phone. Yeah, yeah so my phone. mom gave me a cell phone. Isn't oh, that nice? That's great. That's great. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's okay. That was a, I mean, you know, that was a, a hard set illness, but you know, we've we've had. I mean, that's a that's a that's a tough one. I, I remember. I'm just I'm completely going out of order here, but like, yeah. to me the big one, we we've had a few big ones. Yeah. Well, I guess you know, you know my first one I remember uh, Puddle Cruiser when we shot Puddle Cruiser. Right, we shot Puddle Cruiser. Right. First independent film. Yep. And I was coming down with a case of strep throat. Like when? Like when we were getting ready to shoot or what? No, no, into the into the shooting. And oh, we a, were shooting already. Yeah, and it was a combination okay. of like. You know, your body takes a, a hit because you're not sleeping very much. Sure. And then it was our first movie, and we were, you know, 25 years old. We were partying pretty much every night. Partying hard. But also, you were the leading man. You know, you wanted to look good. You were probably not eating right. Uh, it's possible I was not <laughs> eating right. But, I mean, you know, it's like at 25, I, I wasn't Who necessarily right cons- at concerned anyway. about that then. Yeah. And uh, But uh, as the leading man, I couldn't, like, let on. That uh, I was sick, or like, all right. So like, you're you're shooting. You have kissing scenes. You have you have makeout scenes. You have love scenes. Yeah. Well, that was the with problem. This actress. That was the problem. Is that uh, we switched. It was raining one day, and so we couldn't shoot outside, and so they switched um, uh, to an indoor scene, and it was our first makeout scene. Okay. So we hadn't made out yet in okay. the movie or in real life. Uh-huh. I mean, real life. You know. Uh, as people on the planet Earth rehearsing for a movie, <laughs> right, right, and uh, so no, you haven't had no kiss yet. No, so there's, you didn't get your kiss on yet. No, so there's that layer of awkwardness. Okay, that uh, you know, and I've never done a love scene before. I had done one little kissing scene in a student film, right? Um, but then also I had strep throat, and so you're swallowing hard. And I was like, I had to tell her, like, for, we decided we were like, okay, we're going to meet beforehand. We may have talked about, I think we've talked about this story in, yeah. in the love scenes podcast, but yep. like, we were going to meet beforehand, and. Uh, and and practice making out, and I had to tell her. I was like, I got to tell you, I've got I've got strep throat right now. Holy Jesus! Like, what is she supposed to do about that? Yeah, and, and she, like to, to clarify, like when you're making like a big budget movie and after you get strep throat, you're like, oh, we'll postpone for a week or whatever. Sure, or we'll flop the thing around. We're shooting like a a two hundred thousand dollar independent film. There ain't no flop of the schedule. Around. Yeah, or you know, we'll shoot uh, we'll shoot amphetamine into your throat, <laughs> and that'll clear it up in about five minutes. All right. Um, that was not the case here. So you're you don't even know this actress that well, I guess. And then you just say to her, "Hey, I've got <laughs> strep throat." I yeah, I've got strep throat. And then she said, "Okay." I said, "I don't know what you want me to do." <laughs> and she said, "Well, there's I guess there's really nothing we can do." I said, "I don't think there is." Right. And she's like, "So I'm just gonna have to take it." Oh my uh, god! Good for her. What a trooper. Yeah. And she she said, took a bullet for you. Yeah. She said, "If you yeah, well, uh, joking around." She's like, "Well, if you give me strep throat, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> and I said, well, I'm about to give you strep throat. And strep so, vagina, too, bro. What? Heaven. Oh, sorry. Heaven. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's wrong. I feel like you are a smarter guy than that. I am, but, you know, I like to sneak things in every once in a while. That's what you're... Uh, Wait, what? Huh? Okay. So, you know what I was going to do? He, I know you're I'm glad do. Kevin cut me off. I was going to do one of my patented, immature... I know. Uh, that's what she said type things. 
And you know, that, that actually reminded me, by the way, I do want to, uh, I think we should, I think we owe the ladies a podcast, a podcast for the ladies. Okay. All right. Uh, and in fact, ladies, lady chew, uh, chew crewers, if you have uh, things that you think are particularly, that we should address for the ladies, why don't you- uh, Like lady uh, topics? Tweet them to us. Lady topics? Well, you know, it's like we should put some care into it, like uh, maybe give uh, like our tips uh, to women for uh, inside <laughs> the mind of the man. Okay. And we could, uh, you know, talk about some subjects that we think might be near and dear to a, a woman's heart. All right. Well, if people want to have topics on that topic, or think, questions on that topic, they should just tweet it. Yeah, tweet them to us, okay. and, and we're going to have a, uh, an issue for the ladies. But, All right. Uh, well, I want to get back to the strep throat thing. Yeah. So, so Well, she got strep. Did she get it? She got it. Oh, yeah. you dick. But we didn't, you know, we, I was like, don't, let's not say anything about it because, like, you... Did you go to the doctor and get, like, antibiotics or that no, shit? No, no. Why? And that's like, we didn't have a set medic either because we were... He's like, I don't believe in medication. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm holistic. Because the uh, pharmaceutical companies are trying to rip us all off. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. I said. So, so you just rolled with your strap. Yeah, but don't say that to Kevin because he doesn't agree with me on it, frankly. <laughs> and you gave it to her. I gave it to her. Did you guys start like passing it back and forth to each other? Yeah, I mean, like she got it, and then you, gonna... you start playing ping pong with each other. But like, you know, it wasn't the way. Like, I, uh, frankly, my strep throat has never been that terrible. Like, okay. my immune system is pretty good. Right, but it's a, a virus is a virus. A virus so is a virus. Is a virus. It, yeah, I mean, if it, however it affects you, it might affect someone else a little differently. You know absolutely, I mean? yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, she, so you gave it to her. I gave it to her. And how did she? She's like, I got strep throat. Um, I guess it's better than like an STD or something. Yeah, I didn't give her any STDs <laughs> or anything okay. like that. So that was so we got lucky there. Okay, and did she? So she probably was bummed out. She's like, oh no, I got strep throat. Yeah, she got strep throat. And oh, um, that's terrible. Then you know, it's kind of the end of the story. It's like, uh, but what did we learn from it, Kev? Because we have to. Um, you know, we learned. We learned to have a medic on set at all times. Medic on set's good. Uh, be honest. I think be honest with your acting partner. Sure, let them know. She could she could have always said he's got strep throat. We need to find another cover set or another actor or another actor. <laughs> but you know, frankly, I think she was hey, dying. Hey, um, Kevin, can you come in, stand in for Steve? Yeah, he got strep throat. Yeah, no, I got food poisoning. Yeah, no. puke in your mouth. No, uh, I can't. I can't keep anything inside of me right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, you know, I think she probably wanted to get her lips on these lips. Do you know what I'm saying? What's up, Don? We've had a couple of um, we've had a couple of mass illnesses in our movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there are a few sets that had, like, significant uh, illnesses. But that shit will happen when you go to Mexico, bro. Yeah, well, shit happens. And, and that really should <laughs> be the, the chapter heading of, uh, of this first group illness. And nothing against Mexico. No, but they do say when you go to Mexico, don't drink the water. <laughs> True, they do say that. And I did drink the water. Well, here's, the thing, here's the thing about Mexico, yeah. is that, uh, and not drinking the water, is it gets you... Like, you'll just avoid the water. But then, like, I remember that, uh, so we went down there to Mexico. And then, yep. do, do you remember that, like... Before, shooting Club Dread. We're shooting, shooting Club, Club Dread. Dread. Right. Before we started filming, yep. Super Troopers was being released in Mexico. Right. And so, because I spoke Spanish, Fox was going to send me to Mexico City. Right. To do as all the As our liaison. As the Spanish as speaker. As our Hispanic liaison. Exactly. Right. In Spanish, that's liaison. Right. And uh, and so I took Stolhansky as my wingman. Because he was the second most fluent Spanish speaker, which was almost none. Yeah, which was none, because right. you guys literally spoke no Spanish. But right. So we went, uh, they, and uh, Fox was putting us up in the Four Seasons Hotel. Ooh. And I remember we were talking about uh, Montezuma's Revenge and like how we had been in Mexico for a few days and neither of us had... Had any uh, anything but um, bottled water, right? And we were like, you know, but it get, it, it's sneaky how they get you, and, and we're like, you know, like ice, 
is a way that uh, it's the ice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we had we had just ordered martinis straight up. Okay, and we were sipping them, and we realized that they had been strained through ice. <laughs> right, right, and. Not sh- not too soon after that did I. Uh, shortly after that, I I got my first bout. Yeah, of the Montezumas. Right, revenge. as a result of that, I I mean it had to be. Yeah, well, like your salads, you get it with the salads. Yeah, no, I had the exact same thing because uh, before we started shooting, Jay and I went to Mexico City to do some casting, mm-hmm. and um, we were there with the with the producers who were Mexican and uh, uh, the line producer and stuff, and so they were all kind of local guys. And uh, we, I was very good about drinking bottled water and all kinds of stuff. You always are, Kevin. And then we had one drink some, at some bar somewhere with dinner with ice. With ice. And uh, boom, I got slammed with it when we were in Mexico City. And it was kind of funny because, like, the dudes who were the local guys who were with us, they kind of like chuckle at you in an amused way. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> are you sh- okay? But then they show some some uh, you know concern. Like, are you going to be okay? Sure, you're okay. But at the same time, they're laughing in the inside. Full concern, American. <laughs> but do you th- like? I, I've actually never understood, it, and I've always wanted someone to explain to me. Wh- like, like how do they build up an immunity to the water? Yes. Like, if we lived there, how long would it take to get immune to that water? Uh, the way I understand it, I don't, I don't know, but the way I understand it is just there's different bacteria Yeah. Uh, that, you know, you become used to. It's like uh, War of the Worlds. Isn't that the story of War of the Worlds? That's how we eventually beat the, uh, beat the P- aliens. P- puberty much, yeah. Kev? We beat the aliens because they weren't used to the bacteria. Okay. And so, uh, you know... Oh wow! They beat him. What's that? Just so you know, everybody, there's, wow! There's an eight car is that pullover. Check, is that a checkpoint or something? I, I don't know, but two like two squad cars had eight cars pulled over. Wow! I bet those people are feeling sick to their stomach. <laughs> Super um, troopers. But back to it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, okay. So, but that was you know not on the set. On the set, there were some significant. Sure. Montezumas. Revenge. Well, my Montezumas hit me on the set. Right. And I remember uh, I took I took eleven. I went to the bathroom 11 <laughs> times in one day. If I'm 11 gonna, poops if in I'm one day? I'm going to class this up a little bit. Yeah, 11. Okay, so by the time, from the time you woke up, it was uh, kind of like every hour. So the time I went to bed, 11 poops. And I do remember that uh, by the end of the day, I remember like the last four or five of them, I would, be, I would cry when, <laughs> when I knew I had like... First, like when I was, you know, because I was getting very sensitive. Right. When I had to, you know, wipe. Sure. And then sure. even like when I was, when I knew another poop was coming, I, I was starting to cry at the thought of it because right. everything was hurting. Right. Right. Oh, so my God. It, it was 11 one day, and I think it was like seven the second day. Were you in your Speedo on that day? <laughs> well, that's the problem. I mean, that's the problem is that you, you know, the outfit. I, I couldn't tell if I was happy to be in the Speedo or unhappy to be in the Speedo. Right. Because at least with the speedo, I could like go and jump in the ocean, you know, in salt water, <laughs> take a little salt bath. <laughs> sure. Um, for my little friend back there, but yeah. uh, but other people weren't as lucky. Right. Right. People got it worse than I did. Uh, I got. A, I had a pretty bad day, a pretty bad couple of days, and um, and I remember it, I remember it vividly that it str- it struck me. Uh, I was doing. It's one of the opening scenes in the movie, and it's the scene where I first meet Brittany Daniels' character. Okay. And Lindsay Price. Yeah. Two beautiful women. 
Okay. Uh, intimidatingly beautiful. Yes, yes. Uh, and so, like, you know, it's it was early in the shoot. Also, I didn't know them that well. Yeah. And also, like, we, you know, wrote my character to be... Suave. Suave. Debonair. Sure. Maybe against type. No. Kevin Heffernan. <laughs> we always talked about it. You were so tan and handsome in that movie. We called you Devin Heffernan. Thank you. Thank you. And they're not against my type. long, flowing hair. I'm telling you, though, do you remember that a lot of, a lot of women were like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at Heffernan. But you're, like, secret that way. Like, you know, every girl I've ever dated... You know, when I'd be like, oh, yeah, the Heffernan, we play at Club Dread against them. They're like, yeah, no, Kevin is handsome. Yeah. Kevin is very handsome. Yeah. Two crew thinks I'm handsome. Dude, the two crew is all over you. <laughs> all right, so anyway, I'm doing the scene, and it's the scene so, I... So continue talking about taking a shit. Yeah, okay, so it's the scene I first meet them, and uh, it's kind of like I, you know, I touch them, massage their backs, and they kind of melt a little bit, yes. and it's that scene, you know? Yes. And so uh, I, it started hitting me, and I'm I'm sweating. Like I mm. I can feel my mm. insides want to come outside. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. And I am, I'm, I just start flop sweating, Gross. because I have to leave. And, but we're shooting a scene. The whole crew, you're sitting with these women, and I'm sweating, so I look like an idiot. And I remember Sherry, the makeup woman, yeah. Sherry Corn Shaver, Sherry Corn Shaver, Corn Haber. She uh, she was reapplying my makeup like frantically. She's like, "What the fuck? Why, what are you? What are you fucking sweating for? Mm-hmm. What are you sweating for?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just she goes, I'm fucking sweating. Yeah. You sweat your makeup off. <laughs> That's a good Im- impression Thank of uh, Sherry Cornhaber. And she kept putting makeup on me. And I like finally I was like, it was it became a, a dangerous thing. And finally, like Jay was like, we're gonna reset like a camera or something like that. And I'm like, do I have like f- 10, 15 minutes? Like silently to Jay, and Jay's like, "Yeah, yeah." I go, "Okay, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, hold on the fort, and I fucking ran for it. And the closest bathroom was, um, it was the kitchen. Okay, okay, but like at the kitchen of that resort in Mexico, it was like an outdoor toilet that the waiters used. Why would they? Why? And would it was they? an outside toilet, like around the corner in the back by the dumpsters, and that's the first one I came across. And I ran for it, and like. Two of the waiter dudes were standing outside, <laughs> and you see them in the movie. They're the coconut guys. Yeah, hey, coconut. Love those. Those guys, guys. great. And so uh, I run back there, and I'm like, "Can I use your bathroom?" And they're like, "No," because they knew what was going on. That's right. You know? And I'm like, "Please, please, I have to." And like, "No," and I'm like, "Please," and I just went in there. But they, probably, I, if they were like, you know, like guys like us too, I'm sure they played the game. The like, okay. Uh, of the five broken lizards, <laughs> who would you like to have diarrhea in the toilet uh, the least? Oh. Sure. Yeah, sure. Put them, oh. Rank them in order of uh, most <laughs> like to uh, poop in your toilet to least like to. The big guys last. Yeah, that, okay, that much is obvious. <laughs> it might have been. might have been the case. Yeah. But, uh, so I went in there. I did my thing. Went back. Continued to sweat. Made multiple visits to that bathroom between okay. takes. Okay. And uh, and then you know that was the the big brunt of it, and I eventually got over it. But if people watch the movie and they see that scene, uh, I am sweating my balls off because I have to go to the bathroom. I've, you know. Yeah. See, I knew like that's what I, like I was saying before. I thought my I knew that we were shooting like on the docks and on the beach because I remember I kept running back to my cabana to do it. Right. Okay. 
Like that's uh, a long. That's a long way. It, it's it's fairly long, but I'm very. You didn't want to just stop in the jungle. I I'm not a jungle. <laughs> I'm not a jungle uh, pooper. Okay. I'm not right. a, and I don't like uh, going poop on strange toilets. Okay. I like my, I like my space. <laughs> sure. Like I like to, I like to, you know, feel like I'm the only one that's been there. Sure. And that's your toilet. And frankly, also, I want to relax. Like I don't want to be the oh, one I'm who's with like. You. The two bus boys are outside. Yeah, banging I'm in the their door. space. Yeah, believe me, that's only in case of an emergency for me. But yeah, um, but ever I think your brother uh, got the Montes. Re- yeah, oh, he had revenge a terrible. So bad he had a terrible. He had to like take a day off. Yeah, he was a grip uh, on the movie, and and uh, he got it multiple times. And to the point where it's like, Pat, just go lie down, you know. He had to. Yeah, but that's Pat's mo anyway. Like it he's really always is. looking for a couple of days off he here and there. He is Mister Set Illness. True, and in that one, by if the way, you're talking Set Illness, you're talking Pat Haffernan. Uh, but I, I don't know if, if uh, you remember this, Kev, but you actually let him lay down in your cabana. I know. Well, because the uh, the below the line crew, yeah, wasn't staying where we were staying. The, the below the line crew is is basically everybody but the director, the producer, and the actors. That's what below the line means. And so uh, we're above the line. And so he was in such bad shape. I was like, Pat, just go, just go into my fucking hotel room. Yeah, but all room. the all the crew was looking at Pat, like laying down in that in that nice cabana, taking the day off. I know because he had it, diarrhea. And, He's and the a only lot one. of the guys in his crew were Mexican guys, like local hires. Yeah. And uh, look at this grip laying in yeah. in the star's bed. His gringo grip. Believe you me. I mean, I was happy to help my brother out as he had helped me out in that previous story I discussed. Sure. But it did not, don't think it didn't cross my mind that Pat, you know, had Montezuma's revenge and he was lying in my bed and I was thinking about it. Oh, I was uh, thinking about it, man. Of course, of course. But, uh, you know, something else that was interesting was the drug that was prescribed to us, actually in advance, yeah, because uh, I brought some down was Cipro. Yeah, Cipro. Yep. Which uh, at the time I only, I only knew Cipro was the drug that uh, was used to fight anthrax. <laughs> I know that was that. If that you had that. anthrax, you took Cipro. If yeah. you had Montezuma, we all revenge. we all brought some Cipro down with us. Cipro. And uh, Mike Weaver, Big Red, he ended up using all my Cipro. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. And, and did he reciprocate? Come on, <laughs> holy Come on. shit! What a joke that? that is. Chew crew, you know you love reciprocate. You wow. know you love that one. Wow, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so I mean, so yeah, but you know what? I would never wondered. I mean, I always wondered was, um, um, you know, I've heard multiple stories of of uh, all the dudes who got Montezuma's revenge. I don't know if I've ever heard a story about any of the women getting it down there. They're much more dignified. Is that it, or is it a gender specific disease? Um, <laughs> I don't think it's gender specific. Okay. So, do you think that? Uh, I mean, maybe we just uh, uh, you know blow our trumpets about it, but like, do you think that? Uh, uh, as many of the female cast and crew at Montezuma's Revenge as we did? I definitely do. I do definitely you know do. of any specific instances of anyone? I wish I did. I wish I did. Right. I, you know, because I, I, I'd like to expand on the topic and go a little, uh, delve a little deeper into it. <laughs> sure. Um, but unfortunately, I don't. Did you ever have to get special makeup on that set because you had Montezuma's Revenge, like I did? Um. You mean because I was too pale? I was looking yeah. ill or yeah, something. Yeah, and you're like that? you're just in a speedo. You have to be tan, and uh... I'm sure I did because the the thing is about that movie is I was in a speedo. Yeah, and although I had worked out a lot before that movie, and was had gotten myself into shape, I also would have the makeup artist enhance everything. Uh, sure, you know contouring. So like <laughs> my six pack, shadowing and your six pack, tan, oh the whole thing, my pecs, right, my tricep muscles, and so I. I you know, but we were also partying quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. there drinking a lot of tequila uh, right. while we shot the movie, uh, and so uh, 
I'm fairly certain that. Uh, oh, you know what? I do remember Sherry Cornhaber had a uh, a delightful device. Do you remember? It, it was like a crystal light bulb shaped item that she would keep uh, submerged in a cup of ice. No, I didn't know anything about that. And uh, then I think that memories is failing you. What she would do is put that in your eye sockets, and it would reduce the the bags. Oh, I don't think I ever had that. I don't think I ever, I've ever had bags under my eyes. Oh, <laughs> well, take it from Until me. Until now, take it from me, a fellow who needs two by fours to keep up my bags. <laughs> that uh, that frozen bulb that worked one. wonders. All right, so now uh, in line with our new theme, yeah, what group was the positive that came out of the illnesses on the Club Dread set? Um, <laughs> never shoot a movie in Mexico. I don't know about that. I think the positives outweighed the negatives of shooting in Mexico. I loved shooting in Mexico. It was actually. It was actually. Don't uh, drink the water. Don't drink the water, and don't have the ice. <laughs> don't have uh, strain. Don't have martinis up. Right. Um, don't have salads because they wash the salads in water. Right. There's a lot of ways you can get fucked in sure. Mexico. That's the moral of the story. Sure. I think ultimately you just get used to it, maybe too. Or no, I guess not. I guess people got it over and over and over again. Yeah, um, but the other illness I had on that set was uh, was uh, all the time we spent in the water. Uh, I ended up getting like a huge ear infection. Oh, I remember that because we were, you know, that last whole week we were in the water, underwater, blah blah blah. And I did a lot of stuff like you know when I swim down and get the propeller and all mm-hmm. that kind of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came back from that set and um, I had a fucking ear infection. It was killing me. My ear was killing me. Yeah. And uh, so I went to the doctor and. Uh, uh, you know, he, he he got me at a table and he stuck the thing in my ear and he looked in my ear and he goes, Jesus. Is this a Mexican doctor or back in the States? No, no, this is back in the States in New York City, right? And uh, he was like, Jesus. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And instead of telling me what was Jesus, instead he yells like, hey, Jim, come in here. You got to check this out. <laughs> I've never he, seen this. He calls another doctor in. And they both look in, and the second I looks in, he goes, holy shit, it's green. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> it's green. And uh, apparently yeah. my ear infection had been so bad that um, it, it caused a hole in my eardrum, yeah. and like pus was leaking out of Ew. my ear. So I had, to, uh, I had to rehabilitate my ear after shooting that, uh, that movie. Good God. That was my other illness. I, you know, I remember you getting the illness, cause, and I remember that uh, while you were there... Uh, my ex girlfriend uh, put drops in your ear, like a special type of drop. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My photos of it actually. That would be like a steroid drop or something. Something no? like that. Something okay. like that. Um, okay. And I remember. Or it was like a holistic uh, medication. Ah, some bullshit. Probably. Okay. But uh, I, I also remember because you know, similar to me uh, making fun of you for uh, having your mommy buy you a cell phone <laughs> and your mommy yeah. pay for your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. I also remember that because I had also done on the same day you did the propeller. I had also shot my scene where I go down and I see the boat submerged. Correct. Yep. Uh, That's and, the underwater day. And uh, and I did not get an ear infection. <laughs> okay. And I okay. remember uh, a lot of the time, my time then was spent calling you, as always, calling you uh, a pussy. <laughs> pussy. Okay. Um, for, for okay, but a, then. Having a weak ear. We moved on to beer fest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then beer fest. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, yeah, well, we'll get to this. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that, but. Beer Fest, because uh, uh, you know what I'm going to talk about, right? I know what you're going to okay. talk about. All right. Uh, Beer Fest uh, was another uh, massive uh, set illness. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I think a lot of it was, well, there's several elements to it. One, we were shooting in the wintertime. One. Uh, and number two, there's a lot of drinking. Two, yeah. <laughs> right. 
And number three, the the time that people got sick was when when we were actually shooting the beer fest scenes themselves inside the arena, the beer fest arena. Yeah. And what we had done is we had um, we had found an abandoned uh, uh, car dealership. Yeah. And uh, so we took over the abandoned car dealership. We, we had we had uh, found an abandoned CDC uh, headquarters. <laughs> yeah. And we built the arena inside this car dealership. And there was a theory that, you know, it had been standing vacant for so long and it was kind of rat infested mm-hmm. and that there was just disease and bacteria flowing through that place. Sure. And we packed ourselves into that place for 10 days. Sure. And we were the recipients of whatever the diseases that were flying around in that place were. Yeah, plus, you know... Do you think that's accurate? uh, It's certainly a possibility. I think another possibility uh, was that, you know, there were probably, what, 200 people in there between cast cast and crew and extras. Yeah. We were all in there, and it was basically, there was no ventilation. Nope. It was hot. It was basically a petri dish. It was a petri dish, and you were BFest. Yeah, it and was it's a petri like, dish. I remember specifically, like uh, the day, like there's the shot where we're all huddled up. Yeah, I know we were all sick that day. Oh god! And so, uh, like we all, I, I know personally, like I woke up that morning, I was like, I felt like fucking death. Right in the morning, got to, everybody else was sick. Like everybody was sick. Oh, just fluey and the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But here was the thing, though. I, what I was amazed about. Yeah. Was that it was a flu as bad as any flu I've ever had. Yeah. And then on that one, that was a big budget movie. The, right. the set medic yeah. showed up. Yeah. Stuck a B12 shot in my ass. That's the funny thing. Like she showed up with B12 shots for the crew. Yeah. And I remember people lining up for B12 shots. Yeah. And I remember calling my wife, who's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, everyone's so fucking sick. They got B12. You know, people are lining up for B12 shots. And she's like, that's bullshit. I was like, what are you talking about? B12 shots are ridiculous. It's not going to do anything for you. Mm. I was like, what do you mean? Well, it's like, if you're already sick, you're already sick. Mm. So mm. it doesn't fucking matter. Oh. And then it's just vitamins. Well. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But like. But you, I got it anyway. I, no, I got, I got mine. <laughs> and then what would happen was that the, the medic would show up every hour. Yeah. With a bottle of water uh-huh. and an emergency and she would pour it in there. Right. And then she just made, she stood there and made sure that uh, I drank it. Yep. And basically, it was all day while we shot twelve hours. It was just—it's like bas- it was drinking as much water <laughs> as you possibly could with vitamin C in it, right. flushing out your system. And by the end of the day, my flu was gone. Was it? I okay. felt terrific. Well, it might have been all that vitamin C. Maybe, maybe you're right. But I—I I, uh, I feel like I remember like that's the first time I'd ever seen emergency. I feel like on Me the too. set of Beer Fest. Me too. Like I was like, what is this? What is this emergency? Yeah. And since then, you know, I saw it all over the place. But like first time I bought it to when I got yeah. back to yeah. New York City, I was like, what the fuck is this emergency? Yeah. I got that. I got emergency. I know. That's but, pretty good. But everybody got sick. The, all the extra, everybody got sick. Everybody got sick. Like, I, I know I got sick, and you can see it. If you're watching Beer Fest, the scene where we square off against the Germans. Yes. And we uh, talk about, we stole the formula, yeah. and it was the strawberry formula. And every line I say in that scene is with a stuffed up nose. Yeah. And you can say, it. like, my kids have watched that scene. They're like, are you sick or something? It's like, I talk like this. In every one of my lines, I'm talking like this. Yeah. Because I'm so fucking sick in that scene. And I, I also remember that that was at, actually at the peak of my illness. Right. Because I remember standing at the, for the lines like, you know, it was a strawberry beer. It was okay. <laughs> right. But I, like whatever the, uh, there are some other lines in that thing. But I remember being dizzy. <laughs> and like, and being aware that I was in front of all the extras. Right. And sometimes that's actually like I, I actually find that on a side note to be the hardest of the acting days <laughs> right. is when 
all the extras are in a room and you have to come out there and, and do some lines? Because why? Because you're on stage essentially in front of them? Or? Yeah, like Slam yeah. and Sam and I remember having it and you're like, holy shit, I gotta be fucking hilarious and all these extras are watching. Because <laughs> right, it's a live audience. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, and that was the thing. And I remember being super dizzy and, and <laughs> saying to myself like, I like get through this. Right. Steve and Carlos let me get through this. <laughs> now, uh, uh, the other kind of funny element of that was everyone was sick mm-hmm. and uh, so everyone was trying to cure their illnesses and Monique, yes, in who's you know in the movie and great in the movie, Monique uh, shared uh, her family uh, 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 cure all remedy yeah. for the flu, right? Yeah, Monique had a unique way. <laughs> she did to cure the flu, and she told it to us, and like we thought she was getting it backward or something. Like, well, because right. she what she said was right. You sh- you you uh, take a tablespoon of Vicks Vaco Rub and. Uh, well, you, well, she said you take an onion, you take an onion, and right. you cut it in half, right? And then put one half in each of your socks, correct? And put the so- onion, cut the cut onion into your socks, yeah, and and put the socks on, and right. then take a tablespoon of Vicks vaco, vapo rub, right? And and eat it, and swallow eat it, the vapo rub. And we were like, oh, Monique, isn't it the other way around? Like, shouldn't you rub the Vicks vapo rub on your skin and then eat the onion? Isn't that the cure? No, honey. She's like, no, baby, no, Come baby, sugar, no, honey, uh, uh-uh. uh. You put the onion in your sock, mm-hmm. and you eat the Vicks VapoRub. And we're like, that's fucking crazy. And she's like, do it. Did you do see? It? Did you do no it? No way. No fucking way. She said, do it. You'll see. We did it all the time. That's called misusing products. <laughs> I, I, it might not be, though. She might be right. How do you know? You didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, and nor will I. Nor will but I she ingest, might be right. Nor will I ever ingest petroleum jelly <laughs> into my body. <laughs> but think about it. Maybe there's like a scientific thing like... You know, people say onions, you know, they breathe, and they breathe certain chemicals, right? So you could put it on your skin, and maybe it has some sort of effect through your skin. And then the Vicks VapoRub, since you're uh, swallowing chemicals, mm. uh, maybe it kills whatever's in your system. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it kills a lot of things <laughs> in there. But no, I, I have not, uh, I did not do that either. Um, but, I, you know, I didn't do it either, but she, that's, she said that's her thing, you know. That, yeah, that, uh, I mean, a lot of, uh, that shoot took its toll on a lot of people. It did. Um, because there was so much drinking, even the, even drinking f- uh, that much fake. But that beer. led to uh, 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 a uh, set sickness, uh, but uh, an, uh, an uh, induced set sickness. <laughs> some of us never came back. From well, it. no, I'm talking about the the Forte thing. Oh, well, that was a great one. Because <laughs> the Forte thing, he got sick on the set, but it wasn't like an illness necessarily. It was just sick. Because what happened was he showed up. And we shot those uh, uh, the beer fest competition stuff, kind of like what, like two weeks in, maybe or yeah. And so uh, those guys showed up there, and we had already been drinking for a while. And he got onto the set and wanted to kind of, you know, he's a good drinker. He's a very good drinker. Yeah. And uh, I think he wanted to prove it. When Kevin says good drinker, he doesn't mean necessarily that like, hey, he can go out and drink a bottle of vodka. He's in a an chugger. Hour. He means he can open his throat and chug right. fast. And so he, uh, 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 I remember the first day, and we were. Drinking those gigantic mugs and those boots and stuff, and it was you know they said action, and he chugged a fucking gigantic stein of beer, like yeah, full, and everyone was like, "Whoa, pretty impressive!" Everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you," and then all of a sudden Jay said, "Okay, take two. yeah, and then you saw his face drop a little bit, yeah, he's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta do that again." And I don't know how many times he did it, but he did it a couple times. He, I, yeah, I don't even know if he if he finished the second one, but he he definitely went for it on the second time and then proceeded to go outside and vomit <laughs> everywhere. He went behind the Beer Fest Arena and puked all over the parking lot. Yeah, and there actually is a very funny 
uh, video of him puking and farting at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Did we put that in the Beer Fest DVD? Uh, oh, well, that's a good question. It might be on the Beer Fest DVD. That's a good I question. Don't know, people, can, people can tell. True Crew, let us know. Yeah. But um, that was the funny thing, because yeah, I think somebody chased him outside, my brother brother. or whatever it was. Your brother is Mr. Johnny on the spot with a video camera. And uh, and film Forte puking. And, you know, it wasn't like an illness. It was just he puked, he uh, yacked, yacked, and he came back. He got sick. And then he went back inside and continued to shoot. Yeah. And then I think maybe he was a little more careful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he no, he took it easy after that. He, uh, as everybody did, it just took a little while to, to. But there was probably a good amount of that, you know, going on in general. There was some of that. I also remember like <laughs> shooting the scenes. Uh, on any given day, you'd be doing a scene or talking to someone. You'd be about three feet away from them in a dank space, and you all of a sudden were aware that they were totally ill, <laughs> right, and then you were right. about to catch something. Again. Right. It's not all glamorous making it's movies. It's not all glamorous. Um, and then I, you know, I got my, I had my, um, my issues that I needed to. Ah, yeah, that's right. That's what we needed to get to. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, the shooting that movie took its toll on your body. Yeah. And created an illness. Did did was it a set illness or did it happen like well after we left or did it start happening it started, while we were there? It started during the filming of the movie. Where how can we do it without being like super disgusting? We can't it's just imagine Montezuma's revenge, but like you know, I mean your body's just uh, you know it's taking in a lot of stuff. And yeah, I mean there was so much chugging. I mean not even real beer, like even just so much chugging of non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, but this is the amount was, of shit going into your body and coming out of your body was ridiculous. Yeah, and it was like it was an intestinal. It was an intestinal problem all the way to the end of the intestine, if you know what I mean. <laughs> to the point where I had to go to a doctor, a specialist, and uh, and alter my diet and have adrenaline placed <laughs> where the sun don't shine. Right. I had adrenaline in there. Right. They gave me adrenaline. God, that's unbelievable. Did your, did your butt get all pumped up or what? Dude, you excited? Your butt running around the room? Very excited. 100%, 110% pure adrenaline. My butt jumped out of a, an airplane in a parachute. Fucking great. Um, yeah, that was that was rough. That was not a good illness. Yeah, I didn't that like that one. But nonetheless, that illness took it took its toll. Lessons? Uh, lessons. <laughs> Vitamin C. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. That's a good one. Uh, ventilation. Because we were actually that was we were at altitude too, weren't we? We were. We were yeah. in New Mexico. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, and don't film on uh, rat feces. <laughs> Stay away from the rat feces. Yeah. Um, um, you know who uh, uh, is all we talked about before, but we talked about this for a second. But who's always a sad illness guy? Who? Chandrasekhar. Yeah, and he has those exotic ones. He's yeah. the weirdo ones. But that's because they were they were always stress related. Yeah. Like uh, like you know you you work really hard, especially as a director, uh, uh, leading up to shooting the movie. And uh, he would always work so fucking hard and then get to the uh, start of the movie and it would somehow take a toll on his body in some weird fucked up way. Yeah. And uh, I remember the first time was on Puddle Cruiser, which we saw it, where uh, all of a sudden his knee started fucking giving out on him or something. Like yeah. His knee wouldn't f- fucking work. And he started limping around. He wore a brace. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, if you watch it, there's the scene, I, th- I think it's still in the movie, but if you watch Puddle Cruiser, there's a scene where he walks into the library to confront uh, uh, Mia, what was her character's name? The runner. Oh, uh, Fontaine, the runner. Marjorie Fontaine. Marjorie Fontaine, right. The fox, the, the track trotter. And he would, he storms into the library to confront her. And, uh, and, and if you watch that scene, 
he he has a, a brace on on his pants and he's limping like a motherfucker because yeah. he can't walk. Yeah. And he went to the doctors and he had it all checked out, whatever it was. And then his father, who's a doctor, said it's a, a result of stress. That's psychosomatic or just stress related? I don't know. I mean, psycho, I mean, like mental stress, not like yeah. stress on your body, but like mental stress is manufacturing this. Uh, yeah. And it got progressively worse. Like, like we, we shot the scene at the track. And yep. he had to run around the track. <laughs> yeah. And he was definitely in pain that day. Yeah. And I think it was, like, he had the, did he wear the knee brace over his pants that day? No. <laughs> he no. may have. I don't know. <laughs> he wore, he wore the, yeah, that was a, an interesting one. And then yeah. I remember when we were doing the reshoots, the first set of reshoots on Super Troopers. Right, with the German couple. The German couple. Yeah. Because we weren't satisfied with the way the scene had worked uh, the day we shot it while we were filming the movie. And so we, we got together for another day. And Jay showed up, and he was covered in hives. Yeah. His face had broken out in hives. Yeah. And he said it was because he had taken some uh, cold medication, and it had made him excitable, and <laughs> he stayed up all night. But the truth of the matter is he had hives, and right. it was from stress. Right. Because th- we were spending more money on a very low budget. Like, we had to ask the investor for more money to, <laughs> right, to, shoot, to shoot that. Right, to shoot the thing. Yeah. Um, and he, and he, but th- the funny thing about that was that he was, was going to be topless. He was right. going to be in his underwear in that. Right. And so the makeup artist, I mean, she worked around the she clock. She worked hard yeah. to cover up those hives. What else did they do? Did they, did they give him a shot of something to take the hives down? Uh, I think they did. I think you give him, like, a shot of, like, uh, steroids or whatever it is, just uh, anti Steroids or adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need to do. It's their anti-inflammatories. You know, yeah. make, the, make the swelling go down or whatever it is. But that's why, like, if you, in, in the scene, it had also affected him, like, it had given him cold symptoms, too. Yeah. So, like, in the uh, scene outside the bedroom, <laughs> right. where he's holding the bananas and they're about to go in, <laughs> right. and they're talking about being, he's talking about being relocated to Brattleboro. <laughs> and she's like, you know, like, Arlo doesn't want to move. He's got all his friends here. And, and Jay's like, who? Oh. That creepy one with the lisp. <laughs> the you, creepy kid with the lisp. You can hear how nasally he is in, in that in that scene. Wasn't there another movie where he had like a neck problem? Like it manifested itself like and he couldn't turn his neck. Was mm. that like Beer Fest or something? Mm. I know, I'm pretty sure there was a movie where he couldn't move his neck. Okay. Because it was some sort of a of psychosomatic illness. That if you give to it to me, set. I can confirm it or deny it. Uh, I don't know which movie it is, so Chukru, go look at the, all the movies and tell me what it is. By the way, the car casts are the laziest podcasts we do. <laughs> we don't have the ability to check. We don't. We're, t- we're cut off from technology. I know. Um, uh, super trooper illnesses. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of them. Uh, I had a couple of them. Well, we talked about Pat. My brother Pat always gets hurt in every set. Always. Or gets whatever. He uh, kind of almost had a hernia, right? Like he, his nuts dropped. I think like one of his balls hurt. Yeah, like he strained his balls and he thought he had a hernia. And I remember walking to this. We talked about this on his podcast. I think we gave him shit about it. Yeah. I remember coming to the set one day and uh, you're, there, somebody was like, hey, your brother's really sick. And I'm like, what's up? What's the matter? And he's like, I think there's something with his balls. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? And like I went over and he was he was in tears. Yeah. He was upset. Yeah. And it wasn't because of pain, but it's just because, like, he wanted to work. He always does that, Pat. You know, like, he wanted to work. He was sad about taking yet another day And off. his he had strained his nuts in some way, mm-hmm. lifting some shit, as yep. a grip will do. It happens. And uh, the the his boss gave him the day off, yeah. as he should have. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was upset. That he he went and lay down in your trailer. Sure. Which he, which he is wont to do. Sure. Um, 
I, I remember I had uh, an illness that that uh, said a, a little something called the Irish flu. <laughs> yeah, what is that? I don't like. I don't know how it happened, but the, I mean, I do know how it happened. But like the night before shooting the 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 bulletproof jockstrap scene, yeah, like, it was one one of those nights where you're like, okay, I have a big scene tomorrow, and yet somehow. Like I wound up being up until like four or five in the morning with people partying, getting fucked up. <laughs> okay, I got like an hour of sleep. Right. Which, by the way, has been pretty common. Was pretty common on all of our movies: Puddle Cruiser, Super Troopers, Club Dread, and Beer Fest. Yep. It wasn't until Slam and Salmon that we got mature. Right. But then you f- slipped back to it again, Fatty and Taddy. Um, yeah. Well, Fatty <laughs> and Taddy, we were filming at my house. <laughs> right. And uh, the director of photography was staying at my house. <laughs> That's low budget shooting, bro. Yeah, but on that one, it was funny because we always we would laugh about like midnight. You know, we'd be like, "God, we're we're on our way to getting fucked up again, aren't we?" And then right. we were like, "Imagine if Queen saw us right now. <laughs> Queen being Kevin Heffernan, he'd be so pissed off at us." And we're like, and we toast. We're like, "Fuck you, Heffernan!" And at like four in the morning, we're like, "Oh my god, you know what? I can't wait to tell Heffernan." How drunk we got well, I remember, until four in the morning. I remember on the last, on our last, the night before our last shooting day, yeah. we were laughing hard about like how fun it was going to be to tell you after we finished, after we wrapped shooting, that we had been fucked up the entire time. Because I'm a responsible person. You're so yeah. responsible. And also what people don't know about you, like another reason why we call you queen is because you are like this, the den mother. <laughs> like back when we were doing sketch comedy in New York City, I remember like... Uh, like we went out pretty much every night and Jay and I'd be like, you want to go out and get some drinks? And you'd always be like, okay guys, just remember we have a show tomorrow. <laughs> and we'd be like, you know what? Just for that, we're going to get even more fucked up. Right. Just to stick it in his. Yeah. I, well, I remember that happened on Super Troopers also. There was one day where everyone was hung over. You, Chandra Sekar was uh, like, he couldn't even work. Uh, Joaquin Baca Ase, the DP. Mm. Yeah. And it was like the night before we had had some sort of gigantic drink fest yeah. in the motel we were staying at, the yeah. whole crew. And it had escalated into like uh, Rich Perello, our producer, and Joaquin, each claiming they had the strongest grip. Yes. And the strongest wrists and hands or something like that. And Well, and specifically what they both said, it's such a random thing. <laughs> if, you, if any of you remember the game Mercy, right? both of them were like, like Perello was like, I'm the best at mercy ever. I've never lost a mercy. And Joaquin Bacasse was like, no one can beat me in mercy. Right. And so it was Game like... Game on. Yeah, I mean, and we will... We love contests. Sure. In Broken Lizard. We've always loved contests. Sure. And this was like... It was a very male-heavy crew. Yeah. I remember there were some uh, girls on the crew who were in the hotel room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but everyone was just cheering. It was like, a cockfight. It was a cockfight. It yeah. was a fucking cockfight. It was like those guys... And, you know, when you play that mercy game, it's hysterical because... It's everything else. You just throw. It's just throw everything to the wind. You know, it's like you're in the middle of that game, and you'll end up on the bed and on the floor against the wall. You, it went all the way over the room. If you've never played Mercy, what it is, you you and your opponent stand in front of each other, and you put your hands up in the air like you're gonna like play like patty cake, mm-hmm. and you clasp. You know, you 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 clasp your fingers with the other person, like you you grip hands, and then it's basically like who can bend the other person's hand back far enough so that they say Mercy, right? And these guys were so great at Mercy. They were great. And, and it's true. It's like they fell over onto the bed and everyone yeah. cheered. It like probably went to the bathroom. Yeah. It probably came out of the bathroom. Yeah. It was like, a, <laughs> you know, it was like Fight Club. <laughs> right. Or like, it was exactly like Fight Club. It's yeah. exactly what it was like. Or the scene between uh, James Gandolfini and Patricia Arquette in uh, True Romance. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Well, who won? Perello, our producer, won. Did finally win. He beat Bacasse. Yeah. But I think his Perello has like... 
he has littler hands. Like, he has baby, kind of baby hands, uh-huh. but, like, strong baby hands. Sure. It's like he has pork chops on his wrists. Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> what do you think? He's got pork chops on his wrists? Yeah. Uh, what does that mean exactly? I don't know what that means. <laughs> pork that chops means. on his wrists. Isn't that a Paul Simon song? Oh, oh yeah, pork, pork chops, chops on his wrists. That was, that was the, uh, the, er, the first draft of uh, Diamonds uh, and the Pork chops on the wrists. Yeah. That's my autobiography. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, uh, Regardless, it turned into like a, a bacchanalian event, and we all got wasted, and then everyone was super hungover. And the next day, we shot the spread it on scene okay. with the mayor there and all that stuff, yeah. and everyone was just all out of sorts on that day. Yeah, you know, actually, I I do remember. I don't even know if we've talked about this one before. You know, we probably have. Maybe when Soder was on, but like uh, I remember the day we shot some of that stuff in the police station downstairs stuff. Uh, Soder and I split a bag of mushrooms. <laughs> right? Is that said illness? Uh, that's not cell cell said illness. Said illness. Except uh, said mushrooms. Well, yeah. we had a fungus. You know what I'm saying, bro? Oh, we had a fungus <laughs> among us. Um, okay, yeah, y- yeah. We weren't ill that day. Uh, right, right. I remember a uh, on that set a set illness illness that was almost almost traumatic disaster that we avoided. I remember that. Go on. We um, we were shooting the scene with Brian Cox, the O'Hagan scene. Yeah. Uh, in the opening meeting. Oh yeah. And my character walks out with the put the soap in the in the cup and everyone you know you know that scene right yeah like eat the- and then and then finally O'Hagan grabs the give me the soap and he eats the soap right yeah. bites it in half and yeah. spits it at us okay. So what they usually do uh, in that kind of situation, when they're biting soap in movies... Yeah, typically. <laughs> what they usually do is they'll get uh, white chocolate. Sure. And they'll craft a soap bar out of the white chocolate. Yeah. We could even amend it to say not what they usually do, but in this case, what they did right. was... Well, no, but I remember saying, like, like the people saying to me, like, when you bite into something like that, they usually make it out of white chocolate. Okay. okay. So um, the uh, uh, props person made this bar of white chocolate soap. Yeah. Essentially, you know, it was soap out of white chocolate. And so uh, Coxie uh, uh, pulls the soap out of the uh, cup and he bites into it and he spits it out. And all of a sudden he breaks character and he's like, what the hell was that? Jesus Christ, blah, 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 blah. And the problem is, it's, it was white chocolate. We made the soap out of white chocolate. And he goes, I'm a diabetic. Ah! <laughs> and everyone freaked out. Yeah. He freaked out. Big time. Because he fucking ate chocolate, and the guy's a diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, like, totally fucking flipped out. And so uh, and so what they end up doing then is we reshot the scene, and we made the soap out of sugar-free chocolate. Yes. She had to go down to New York City mm-hmm. and get a hunk of white sugar-free chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> or sugar-free white chocolate. They didn't have that in Poughkeepsie. And then craft a soap bar out of it. A few of them. <laughs> and then... At, at, as a side note, I remember that on one of the takes, you know, because he, he bites it off and then spits it in my lap. Right. He's just like, oh, screw it. I'll bite the soap. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat the soap. He bites it and then spits it at me. <laughs> on one of the takes, he spit it and it went right in my mouth. Do you remember? <laughs> I do. I do remember that. <laughs> that he spit a piece. Kind of gross. It was disgusting. Yeah. Like how, how much of a chunk got in your mouth? A, a good chunk. Like he would bite off a thing and okay. it was like a, a chunk right. of wet Brian Cox's <laughs> saliva. <laughs> So now listen, like 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 Brian Cox is a is a, a a wonderful actor. Yeah, yeah. And a beautiful human being. A treasure. Yeah. But like uh you know, listen, and I not to offend any of the uh people from the UK who are uh, on the true crew. <laughs> But the people in the UK are not necessarily known for, uh, you know, ha- brushing their teeth all sure, the time. Sure, sure. Or, or having the best breath. <laughs> and so 
with that in mind, like knowing that his, and also he was an older man, so you combine sure. the UK lack of teeth brushing, halitosis type thing, combined with the, uh, what do they call it, uh, like gentrophobia? What do you call it, like a fear of old people? Um, oldophobia? It's something like that. Wait, 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 Ageophobia? What do we call uh, the, the um, what's the, what's the, like, uh, Word for older people. I'm, I'm blanking on it now. Ageism. It starts with oh. a G. It's like like geratol- geriatrics. geriatrics. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, the point is geriatric fear. Yeah, I had uh, like, when he when that thing entered my mouth, <laughs> I was skeeved out because you thought uh, you were gonna turn old. I thought the old thing and the halitosis type thing in my mouth were disgusting, <laughs> but I let the cameras roll. Sure, I kept it, it in there. I kept it in there. You're an actor. You're a professional. I actually think I might have like chewed that one and swallowed it. Mm, that might that might be Maybe a local not. lore. Maybe a little local not. lore. Well, you know, lore is fact. <laughs> lore is fact. Um who got injured though? James Grace got injured. In the uh in the big fight scene at the end of the movie. Right. Uh you know it's fist fight, it's choreographed. It was at the end of a long day and we were trying to squeeze in the fight scene and everybody was exhausted. It's not a good idea. Yeah. And because everyone's tired and you start cutting corners in terms of like the rehearsal and the choreography and it was the scene with uh, Marissa and uh, I think and Soder. They're fighting. Yeah, everybody's weavers. No, it was the, yeah, yeah, just those guys. Yeah, right. right and right, she right. was she was supposed to like hit him across the face with a flashlight. Right. Fake. Right. But she accidentally he got cracked in the nose with a giant yeah, yeah. heavy police flashlight. Ouch. Yeah. Which you know, some, if you don't know this, he's uh, Officer Rando, right? He's Officer Grace. Rando. Yeah. And um, our good friend James Grace. In real life, police flashlights are also designed to be used as, as weapons. Right. Sure. Um, it, and it was. And it was. Yeah. And uh, and he got hit in the nose. That obviously it fucking cracked his nose open. And then we had to we called shooting for the day. Right. Um, and he went to the hospital. Boom. So ill, ill or not ill, you decide. Uh, ill. Uh, but, he, but he was yeah. illin'. He was illin'. Yeah. No, he's bleeding. Is what he was. <laughs> yeah. He would. He'd be bleeding. Come on. Yeah. What other what what other set? Uh, did you have some sort of bulletproof jock uh, illness? Well, like a like a jock itch or something. Like <laughs> no, that? I, you had bulletproof jock itch. No, it was just that I, I was hung over that day. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, super hung over, and you know, combined with the abuse I was taking from the inmates and uh, the hot <laughs> sun and the fact that I kept. What was the abuse from the inmates? Them telling me they want to fuck me. But like, to, what, how did the, how were their inmates there? Um, I, I I'm trying like, to set you up. No, no, I feel like we've told this story before. We have, but I don't know. mind repeating it. Sure, it's a we great were, story. We were shooting the scene in the shooting range of the uh, Fishkill Maximum Security Penitentiary. Yeah. And in that penitentiary, there was also a wing where the worst of the worst yeah. were kept. Mm-hmm. And they would get, I think it was like 15 minutes a day um, to come out into the yard but then they would also get 15 minutes like to come to their windows or like to, to the bars or something. But So all day long, well, you know, what they saw was a police officer and a bunch of police officers <laughs> right. making a movie, and one of them would take his clothes off. Because right. I had the kimono that it was given to me by uh, one of the the, the AD department. <laughs> they would say, like, okay, guys. This manly kimono. kimono. Yeah, we're going to start rolling. And the, the woman who was following me around with a, with a parasol would then uh, take my kimono off, and the inmates would cheer. Right. And start telling me how much they were going to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> what they wanted to do to me, and then I would get. I'm gonna love on you. Yeah, that that's thing? a polite way of saying. Okay, it. and then uh, I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah, that's the way they said it. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I would get shot, and we didn't have any special effects or uh, you know or things to pull me back, so I had to jump backwards and land in the gravel. 
Right. And I was, you know, pretty naked. Right. Just the bulletproof jock strap. Right. And I was super hungover. And the, every time you fell into the gravel, you threw up in your mouth a little bit? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I feel like there was one take where I did start to get sick. Yeah. And that was where I was like, I'll never party the night before I shoot again. <laughs> sure, sure. And I probably partied that night. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Um, Slammin' Salmon. Were there any set illnesses on the Slammin' Salmon? Uh, I remember a funny incident where somebody got sick. So somebody got sick. Uh, I mean, it's not funny that somebody gets sick, but I'm saying like jerk. something that came out of it. Uh, one of the actors got sick one day, and so we had to flip-flop the schedule around mm-hmm. to accommodate the actor. Um, and so uh, it caused uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Big Mike. Big Mike. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace, and I love him. But it caused uh, his schedule to get all fucked up. Yeah. But he didn't know that we were doing because somebody was sick. Like, he just thought, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, he gets in his own mind a little bit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I don't know who was talking, like, he, I don't know who he was talking to, but finally, you know, he decides, I'm, I'm out of here. Fuck it, I'm out of here. Yeah. And, you know, it's a hard thing because you're shooting a low-budget movie and you book it in a certain, such a way where the schedule is really tight and you can't have guys saying, fuck it, I'm out of here. And I remember uh, Denise, who was the second second AD, probably like five, four, five, two. Let's give it to her. Five, four? Sure. Uh, it was her job to deal with him and just, the, you know, and he's like, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm out and of so here. there's nothing she, she could do about it. And so Perella comes running onto the set and he's like, Michael's leaving. Michael's leaving. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? He's leaving. He's like, he's, he's out of here. He's mad. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I remember running down the hallway to try to stop him from leaving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and I'm yelling after him, and he's way ahead of me. And he just gets into his Hummer, because yeah. that's what Mike Clark Duncan drives. Big Hummer. And he fucking drove off, and he took off. Yeah. And so now I'm calling him, and he's not picking up. I'm like, Mike, we're going to shoot your scene, and blah, blah, blah. We're going to shoot your scene, blah, blah, blah. No call, nothing, 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 nothing. So uh, it kind of fucked the day up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the guy he fucked up the most was... Will Forte. Will Forte, who got kind of mad. He actually ended up writing a letter to Mike Clark Duncan, he? did. He? he did. He wrote a letter. Did he ever give it to him? He did not give it to him. Okay. But he wrote a long, thoughtful letter. Because Mike Clark kicked the fuck out of him. That's, That's why. ultimately <laughs> what uh, Will Forte decided. Um, but then uh, I thought, like, didn't you the next day, like... Tell him what happened. Yeah, so he came the next day, and he was very kind of like still defiant and angry. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know if you know what happened. What happened was one of the uh, other actors got sick, so we had to flip the schedule around. And he immediately turned on a dime, and he goes, "Oh, okay, sorry." Mm. And that's the way that he would work. Like he would, you would never understand how you know what was gonna he was gonna say or if he was gonna, like the champ. You never understood what his reaction was going to sure. be as you were talking to him. But he just swept it all behind him, said sorry, and then said, and then he said to me, let's not talk about it anymore. Mm. And I was like, okay. That's probably for the best. <laughs> okay, Mike. Sure. I wish Forte that. had sent him that letter. Because he would have a fist uh, implant S- on his face. St- he would still <laughs> have. <laughs> it's like in the cartoons where they hit you in the face with a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. And your face gets flattened out. Boom. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Should we wrap it? Yeah. Because um, I'm sick of this. <laughs> <laughs> Did we learn anything from any of those other ones? Super Troopers? Any any um, set illness? Uh, uh, stay well. Stay well, Stay people. healthy, bro. Uh, we learned a funny word today. What? Peen. 
Uh, Alpine. One of the yeah, actresses, well, I don't know if we learned, but we, I mean, certainly Dan and Julia said it a lot in our podcast. Uh, you're here, right. right. They, uh, they they did, but then uh, one of the actresses again used it today. So yeah. or, or Kevin and I are wondering if peen is a, a, a popular word, if it's a, for penis, if it's uh, coming into style. What <laughs> yeah, uh, what gives? What gives people? I think it is. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, we, you know what we got to do again? Also, another question one. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll do a question Twitter. Well, thing. I'd like to combine that with the, uh, maybe with the, uh, let's do questions and let's also do lady questions. Like ladies for our ladies episode. Why don't okay. you give us some questions on Twitter? Why don't we just call it lady questions? Yeah. Let's do some lady questions. And ask us lady questions. And if you are a dude, just pretend you're a lady. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll make you feel like a lady. You'll feel, close your eyes. <laughs> right. Because we're going to do a, a podcast for the ladies. Should we say that for next week? Should we, should we make a date of it? Let's do it. Next week is our podcast okay. for the ladies. Next week is our lady question. Just tweet us. I'm at Heffernan Rules. I'm at Steve Lemmy. And just tweet us your lady questions, and, uh, and then we'll read them uh, on the air on yeah. the, in the podcast. Yeah. That's fun. That'll be great. Okay. All right, um, that was fun recounting some set illness stories. It was great, as, as much fun as you can have uh, thinking about uh, when you being sick, been ill. I hope we weren't too graphic for people. No, but, but it's always funny to you know it brings up other stories, which is good. Yeah, hopefully people like that kind of shit. Let's chew it. Let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh, all right, Sketchfest, February seventh, San Francisco, Cobb's Comedy Club, eight p.m. Get your tickets, and uh, we'll see you there in San Francisco. Okay. All right, chew crew. Thanks. Mm. Delicious. Mm. What is turkey. Mm. Set turkey. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com.